Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. We have talked a lot about college football lately. SEC media days underway realignment really starting to take shape the season not that far away and so to make sense of some of this stuff and to get a perspective from a gentleman who coached in the sec who knows the sport inside out cbs sports network college football analyst and our friend houston nutt joins us on the show right now coach uh good morning happy summertime to you thanks for um thanks for being on the show you bet thanks for having me so a lot of changes a lot of changes since we uh, since we last talked, let's start with what at least to me is the biggest news out of a lot of news: USC and, and UCLA. In my backyard, I live in I live in the Los Angeles area, making the decision to go to the Big Ten. When you heard the news, when it became clear this was real, what what was what is your reaction? I tell you, I wasn't quite as surprised as I was when Texas and Oklahoma. When I got that news that day. I think wait, that's a joke. There's no way that's true. And so when I heard the USC UCLA, I thought, "Wow!" That, you know, it, 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 at first, at first, it seems like man, that, that just boy, that seems doesn't fit. And then, but you know, it's it's happening because there's movement everywhere. And you look at the powers, and you look at the market at, of Los Angeles. I know the Big Ten is fired up uh, to have those two brand names like that. And so nothing surprises me. Go back to your question. Nothing surprises me anymore with change. Change is going to happen. Uh, these super conferences are just uh, growing and growing. And, and our, our antennas now are up. The shock factor doesn't, it's not really shocking me anymore. Houston Nutt here on the show. Coach, you, you just referenced this. Great news for the Big Ten. They're now coast to coast. And in a super conference reality where the SEC is the big dog, it certainly seems like the Big Ten is very well positioned to compete with or at least survive against or be in partnership or competition with the SEC. They, they seem, the Big Ten, in, in pretty good shape. If you were a coach or an athletic director of a football program or an athletic department in the Pac-12 or in the, the Big 12, what would your headspace be? Where, where would you think your program and your conference was likely heading? If I was at the Big 12, let's start there, since I went to school at Oklahoma State, I would be on the phone right now with with uh, the, the PAC, the, whatever's left of the PAC-10, Oregon, Utah, uh, Stanford, and say, let's go. If I'm on the other side of the PAC-10, same thing. I'm going to go recruit everybody I can, starting from Notre Dame to, to Oklahoma State to to all the Big 12 schools, I'm going to start growing and, and just trying to find schools that will hopefully that would fit, that would want to come. And you, you, to me, it's just it's inevitable that this is going to happen. These superpowers are going to happen. They're going to continue to grow. 
And so you got to be a little bit proactive. Otherwise, you wake up and you and you realize we just lost two of our best brand names: Texas, Oklahoma, USC, UCLA gone. So what are we going to do? Well, you just can't sit there and stand still. To me, you, you got to go move. And uh, I'm just real curious to see what happens now. Um, you know, you, you just got to believe the Oregon's, the Stanford's, and Utah's. They 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 can't be too happy and. What always amazes me, too, is you're still with those teams. And I remember, I'm going to give you an example. I remember I was a, I was a, a part of the transition when I was at the University of Arkansas as an assistant when Jack Crow was the head coach. We were in the Southwest Conference making the transition to the SEC. And I'm going to tell you, that last couple of years going to the Southwest Conference, the different outings, different meetings, uh, you're not really welcome. <laughs> they don't want you around. They don't wait. You don't want to be here. Get out. And I don't blame them. You know, I had the same same attitude. Hey, look, you're not you're not a part of our conference anymore. I know you got two more years on the contract, but hey, we don't want you around. You know, it's that kind of attitude. So it's it's always interesting to see how this thing is going to play out because it's one thing for sure. Change is happening. Houston Nutt here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder, Coach. A big part of what makes college football go around is recruitment, and that's you're talking about 16-, 17-, 18-year-old kids and their parents and, and coaches and programs and assistant coaches trying to go into living rooms and, and recruit those young men, those players, to their programs. To what degree, if any, do you think for a Stanford, for an Oregon, for, for an Oklahoma State, that there will be a, an impact, a negative impact on recruiting for those schools when their conference futures aren't, aren't certain? Yeah, I think that, you know, the thing about recruiting right now, it's, it's harder than ever. I think it's, uh, you, you add this NIL and you add the transfer portal, uh, you add those two pieces of the puzzle. Let me tell you, it's, it's, it's always been hard, but this just makes it so hard, so difficult. Then you add to what you're asking about now you lost, hey, what's going to happen? That's the first question that young man and that, that, the father, the mother going to ask, hey, what's, what's going to happen now? Are you, are we staying put? Are we just going to have 10 teams? Or are we going to another uh, conference? Or are we inviting people? You're always going to have those questions. So uh, when things aren't sure, you know, it, it's, it's, to me it's always much more difficult. Uh, but you have a lot to sell. You know, if, if I'm a coach at Stanford or a coach at Oregon, hey, you got a lot to sell. you got a great school. Uh, you got great facilities. You have a like Oregon course with Phil Knight. You got Nike. You got all of the best uniforms in the world, and you got as many as you want. And so you have a lot of things to sell. And you board assistants have got to be they got to be even greater now. And I'm talking about really detailed, getting to know that young man, and and then you add the NIL and all that. There's a lot more to it right now. It just makes it 24/7 constant. Does it take a different kind of person to want to be a head coach over the next 20 years, Coach, than it did the last 20 years? Oh, yes. I'm sitting on the sideline with my Coke and popcorn, and I can tell you, after being a head coach for 14 years in the SEC and stops at Murray State and Boise State, when you go back and look at just the change in the way things have evolved, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how different things are. And so, yes, to answer your question, yes, you got to have somebody that has a lot of energy, that is uh, very organized, that can go get great coaches, and then be a recruiter 
and I'm talking about 365 days, and not only just recruiting, look at how many different ways you can recruit. I'll say, I can get a high school player. I can get a junior college player. Oh, I can get a player from another school. If a young man has his name in the portal, so you're going to have a couple of coaches, you keep your eyes on the portal because we may need a linebacker corner, and so-and-so has experience. He has two or three years of experience. We'll take him. So all this adds up to you got to roll up your sleeves, and it is full steam ahead with eyes open, antennas up, and everybody, every coach, every student assistant, every person on that staff has got to do a great job of pulling their weight. Houston Nutt here on, on CBS Sports Radio, CBS Sports Network, college football analyst, longtime former head coach. All right, coach, let's let's stay, let's let's move to the present. As as tempting as it is for me to just constantly focus on the uncertain and changing future, how many teams? Which teams jump out to you as legitimate contenders to win a national championship this year? Always, you know, during this time of year, everybody's hopeful. Everybody has hope because it's a clean slate. Everybody thinks they're going to win and win big. I always look at the quarterbacks that are going to return. You know, who, who, who has the point guard that's coming back? Uh, to me, that's where it starts. That To me, they, they're the ones that have the advantage and the ones that's been winning. You look at the Alabamas, and, you know, you look at Georgia, you look at Clemson, you look at Ohio State, you look at the teams that have been winning here as of late. And they've always they've, – they've had a great quarterback, a quarterback with a great supporting cast. And so you look at the teams and who uh, – the players that are coming back, the players that are returning, that know how to win. And um, they, they usually – you know, they have that – they just have that moxie of they know how to win. And just listening to some of the SEC, some of these guys, even the Georgia players – uh, I'm always curious to see how, how they respond after they've, they've been on the mountaintop. I, that's the one thing I give uh, credit to Coach Saban. He's won a lot of national championships, but they seem to have blinders right back. When they come right back that next season, uh, they're not looking back about what they did. They're looking forward. I think that's important. That's a sign of a great, great coach is who's going to look forward. So I'm, I'm, I'm real curious to see how Coach Smart, Kirby Smart's group, and they're sounding pretty good at the SEC. They sound hungry, and they have to be because there's a bull, bull's eye on them. And so, uh, to me, it starts with a quarterback, to answer your question. I think if you got that and you got people that can run, especially on defense, well, you got a chance. And to me, that gives you about, you know, there's always, to me, eight, nine teams that can, can win it all, but you've got injuries. you you just got to stay very focused and hopefully stay lucky with injuries. Coach, by at least by Clemson standards, it was a it was a pretty disappointing season last season. What's what's the likelihood of a Clemson bounce back in terms of actual legitimate national championship contending football team? Yeah, you know Dabo's done to me done such a great job when you look at the last you know four or five years that he's won a lot of ball games, and you look at the way he's recruited and. He's gotten some excellent players. And I, I really look for a bounce back from him, uh, from his team. And uh, there's, there's an attitude there of, of, of a culture of winning. And, well, they believe in the man at the top. I think that's really important. And when they follow that guy, he has the blueprint. And the conferences that he's in, he's got a chance to win it. And so I just I just feel like he'll have a bounce back year this year, just kind of looking again. Anything can happen, you know. Football that I always tell my brothers who 
they coach college basketball, always tell them your ball bounces just up and down. That football does not bounce up and down. That ball can <laughs> bounce very, very funny. <laughs> and so I always tell Dickie, who's at University of Missouri, and Dennis at Washington, always tell those guys, you guys got it easy because that ball bounces up and down. You know, they just start saying, yeah, right. You know, they don't believe me. But anyway, I believe that. Uh, last one, Houston, not here on the show. I love that expression. La- last one here, here for you on the show. Lincoln Riley, obviously, is a, is a very well-respected coach, and USC is a traditional powerhouse that finds it pretty easy to recruit talent, especially on the West Coast. There's major expectations. What are the realistic expectations, do you think, for, for USC this season as Lincoln Riley tries to, tries to build them back into a continuous dominant national title year-after-year contender? Well, I can tell you what his fans think. Uh, we're going to go fight for the national championship, and that's why they hired him. And so that's the mindset. You know, when you look at USC, there's a couple of schools. You know, USC and Texas. Those two schools, you just feel like they've underachieved because you always feel like they should be in the Final Four of the, the college playoffs. And so I, I just feel like, those schools, when you look at them, they have these expectations of greatness. And you just expect it. Now, Lincoln Riley goes and gets his quarterback. Caleb Williams, that's good. Caleb Williams, that's going to be interesting because he's had him. And so now you've got your guy there. That's got to help things. That's got to speed up things because he, he understands. He's been there with Lincoln. And uh, so to answer your question, Again, I don't know the roster of USC from top to bottom, but I just got to feel like, just like Texas, you got choices at recruiting. You, what I mean by that is you have the ability, because of your location and your name brand, Texas or USC, you're going to get the best guys. And so when you add a Caleb Williams, you add a Lincoln Riley, you just got to feel like hey, things can happen pretty quick. You are right, Coach. There are. I live in L.A., there are some pretty serious, immediate, what have you done for me right now expectations, as you know, that are brewing for Lincoln Riley right now. Houston Nutt, as always, an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for, uh, thanks for being on. Hey, thanks for having me. Take care. Houston Nutt, I love, I've never heard that expression. That dude's got more expressions than, than I, I would know what to do with. That basketball bounces up and down, D-Cell. Football bounces every which way. And he, I love the way he says it, man. He's got that, you know, that's all shooks, wisdom. And he's so right. It's so true. It, it absolutely true. can. Great stuff. Great interview. All right, uh, we got Buy or Sell from National Lunar Landing uh, Celebrity Day. Tom DeSellis, you know, I butchered that sentence. Buy or sell, headline from Round Sports, a take on each one next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Come back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. What's going on? Happy. What is today? Every day has a day. Do we know what today's day is? Uh, earlier today, you called it hump day plus one. Mm. I like that one. You do. And remind me, hump day comes from, like, a camel? Climbing up the hill to get through your work week. Halfway point, Wednesday. We're at the top of the hill. Hump day, like a camel. Like like the hump in the hill. Right. It, it, don't complicate this. Don't wouldn't ruin be a, this. Do not ruin this. Wouldn't it be it's all down from, from here day? You. I mean, you could use that. Some people say that. They do? Yeah, it's all downhill from here. Day. Wednesday. Not not day. People just say that expression. Well, I got that. But hump day. Have you ever climbed a hill, gone on top of a hill, and be like, oh, I'm at the hump of the hill. Thank goodness. I've never even heard that. No, because I use it in reference to Wednesday. So if I was actually climbing a hill, I wouldn't use it. I've climbed hills. I mean, You've I've got climbed it. Hills I a lot of hills. I, I, don't, I don't do it very often. Yeah. You want to do by yourself? Uh, yes, that do I you do. Let me, yeah. Will you let me know when we get to the hump question? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Update. Hump question. Okay. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, let's start it off by talking some quarterbacks. Now, it was merely a formality, but the 49ers have officially given Jimmy Garoppolo permission to seek a trade. However, one of those teams who will not be interested is the Cleveland Browns. According to Mary Kay Cabot of Cleveland.com, the Browns are comfortable with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback as we wait to hear Deshaun Watson's maybe suspension and the length of that suspension. Buy or sell that the Browns should be interested in Jimmy G next season. Uh, sell. Sell. If he were an unrestricted free agent, if he'd been cut by the Niners, yes. But, I mean, I think Jacoby Brissett has shown himself to be a uh, almost mediocre, mediocre quarterback, right? Which is, I think, the best you can hope for in a backup these days. They obviously have some confidence. It may be misplaced that Deshaun Watson's not going to miss the whole season. And I'm just, I'm sold on Jimmy G's value. I'm not sure, Tom. And I think that there's going to be compensation. That's that's just too much for a team that's going to use him for six to eight, 17 games. A season at most. I think whoever goes for Jimmy G has to be someone who needs a quarterback potentially for longer than that. And I don't want to say this, you know, whatever happens with Deshaun Watson's suspension, whether it's a season or eight games, isn't it going to be fair looking back if the Browns have a rough season or get off to a rough start? Like, hey, you had a chance at Baker Mayfield. Right. Hey, you had a chance at Jimmy G. Like, I mean, Jimmy G you have to give something up for, right? So I, I understand. Let me ask you this question. Buy or sell, you think Jimmy G is worth four more wins over a 17-game season than Jacoby Brissett? 
sell. Right. So it's, and it's not, it may not be a whole season. It may be half a season. That's a win and a half difference. While I think Cleveland should be interested in improving that position, I'm with you. He's not that much of a difference maker, speaking of Jimmy G, to give up a lot of assets for. If you were going to give something up, you should give up some pride and bring back Baker Mayfield, right? They obviously have, have allowed it to leak. They thought Baker was a little baby man. True or not true, that's what they've, the message they put out there. But that ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. You're, you're in the Jacoby Brissett business until until Deshaun Watson's able to play. All right, let's stay with the NFL here. Tight end Kyle Rudolph is signing a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, he'll join Cameron Brait as the top tight ends currently on the Buccaneers roster. Buy or sell that the addition of Kyle Rudolph makes you believe that Rob Gronkowski is not coming back next season. Buy, and I already thought that. Buy. Gronk had a comment the other day that he's not retired. He's just retired from football. And for whatever reason, it just reinforced. I think he's done. Why are you laughing? I think that's a great line, by the way. It's a great line. Gronk Gronk wisdom. Yeah, I think he's done, man. I think he's over it. I think he's finished with it. He came back after he didn't want to. He won a Super Bowl. Then last year, I'm trying to remember, didn't they have some heartbreaking loss to the Rams? Is that right? Did they lose to the Rams? Oh, yeah, in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, and so it's just so much pain to get to that moment. And how arbitrary that has to feel for someone who's like, I just, I don't want to be playing anymore, but I'm sort of here for, for Tom. Yeah, I think he's finished. All right, let's get oh, this. I have a, I have a buyer's offer, Bogish. Oh, okay. Bog, hi, Andrew. After we you left us last time, I came up with an amazing idea in the 40. No, I, I'm amazing depending upon your perspective. I'm going to ask Andrew. Andrew gets an opinion. I'm going to run it by Spike if you think it's a good idea. We came up with sending. I'll fly in for this. You have to. You have to take a night and come into the city. But Diesel will do stand up comedy at an open mic night in New York City. We'll get some sound. Then we can his. He'll put a set together that you can do on the show as as prep prep for it. Buy or sell. This is a good idea for the show. I I couldn't buy this. I'd use use real money of my buy. own to buy this. <laughs> Shocking! I'm shocked by your answer. It's a look. I told this to Diesel. I. Spike, I think, is really, really good at his job. I think we got lucky. And I'm not just saying this because he's the boss. He doesn't listen to this show right now. So at this time, he's doing something else. So he's not listening. He's never going to hear this. I trust his radio judgment. We'll ask him, Diesel. And if he says it's a bad idea, we won't do it. I don't think he's going to say it's a bad idea, though. It's because it's a great idea. Yeah, because he has good yeah. radio judgment. I would say this is a great idea if it wasn't me who had to do it. Well. To quote, you know, one of your favorite films you can't quote, this is the business you've chosen. <laughs> All right, let's get to some Can you quote that movie? There. No, I can't. <laughs> the Godfather. No, the Godfather. If you don't know, just always guess The Godfather. All right, and you're never going to use a Godfather quote ever again, so I'm he, always going to be wrong. He missed like three Jerry Maguires this week. Uh, bogus. Did you miss Show Me the Money? No, I would have gotten that one. I think you did miss Show Me the Money. At no, one I would have gotten that one. Maybe, probably. I think it's one of the ones you missed. I, I, you missed. Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? And then when you know, I said he's holding a fish, and you're just like, I don't know. That that one should be an automatic. I'm Is never gonna get for movie kids? quotes. What's that, bogus? Is that movie safe for kids? Across monitor, and I couldn't figure out if it was if, if my kids could see it. Eleven. Yeah, I mean, there's a little right? bit of like inferred 
you know, let's let's populate the earth moments. But right. but not many. Well, there is one where she's like, and then she goes eat the strawberries. I think it's Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife or ex-wife or somebody famous's wife. Where And you are a bad judge of this. You let your kids watch some questionable things, so maybe I shouldn't be asking. Sell your judgment. Just time. sell Bogus' entire... Sell. <laughs> Can you sell to... his judgment on me doing stand-up then? No, I buy that. I mean, that's just a yeah. different... It's a different space. Can't always be right. You got to send wrong. him out when Jerry gets back home and he's with his fiance and they're in the living room. You got to just like send the kids out of the room because that's a, that's a fairly graphic moment for kids. Right. Okay. Would you like to get to some college football here or Would more like movie? Do some college football. More movie quotes that I won't get. <laughs> Let's go with college football. Yesterday, ACC right. Commissioner Jim Phillips made his plea for the ACC to not be left behind. Any new structure in the NCAA must serve many, not a select few. This includes national governance, media rights, membership, NCAA, CFP access. The list goes on and on. We are not the professional ranks. This is not NFL or NBA light. We all remain competitive with one another. But this is not and should not be a winner-take-all or a zero-sum structure. College athletics has never been elitist or singularly commercial. Buy or sell that Jim Phillips sounds like a commissioner who knows his conference is getting left behind. Buy. Buy. Uh, buy or sell, he sounds like a commissioner selling a bunch of garbage, like choking on the hypocrisy to try to do that. Buy. Buy. NBA light, never been a commercial con- Give me a break, dude. I mean, he basically just said stop placating the SEC and the Big Ten. That's basically what he just said. There's yeah, other he also, teams in college football. He also pretended there's some innocence in higher calling that it's not anything but a straight business. And by the way, that dude would be leading the charge to leave everyone else out if he could. He's not a true believer. He just got beat. This is a guy saying that you shouldn't gamble after he spent the last three years playing poker and just not being very good at it. No, no, it's not you shouldn't play poker. It's that you shouldn't play poker because you're bad at it. Let's get to some NBA here. According to ESPN, the Pacers and Lakers have re-engaged on trade talks centering around Buddy Heald. Now, from the Lakers' standpoint, the trade has a few different formats at this moment, the biggest being, obviously, whether Russell Westbrook will be in the trade or not involved in the trade. Buy or sell that the Lakers need to find a way to acquire Buddy Heald, even if it means holding on to Russell Westbrook. So I thought that they should have brought in Buddy Heald when he was available a year ago, two years ago, from Sacramento. So so buy. Buy. It's not a solution to everything, and I understand and recognize some of the concerns about Buddy Heald, but you surround LeBron with shooters and players who can play defense. Heald is a shooter. And look how good Malik Monk was. And I like Malik Monk, but he wasn't a superstar. He resurrected his career in part because if you were playing a team with LeBron, you're going to get a lot of open looks. I, I like Buddy Hill's in addition. I wouldn't give away a lot, and I think you have to move on from Westbrook. Did you guys see the report that was out there that Westbrook was put out last year when he would get criticized in the film session? Yes. Which I found <laughs> ironic because he was the one calling out James Harden when they were together in Houston. 100%. It's it just he's... If you're not as athletic as you used to be, if the game has evolved past you, if you're not open to criticism, and if you're not good at basketball, it's bad. It's just a bad combo. It's a bad combo. 
based off of firing his agent last weekend too, like the dude doesn't want to be with the Lakers. Like it's very no. clear, right? Like he, he doesn't want to be there. I mean, I think his ideal situation would be to be the best player on a bad team, to put up a bunch of triple doubles, to win 31 games, and to pretend that he's still a superstar. I think that's what he wants to do. And nobody's fooled anymore. And are we allowed to be okay with that? Like, are we allowed to say, like, Russ, like, that's okay? I'm going to use a comparison that you're going to get, T-Cell. Sucker! He's, he's not, I mean, like... It's obnoxious with Ronaldo. And Ronaldo is one of the best players in the history of soccer. Uh, Westbrook's not even that good. <laughs> Am I wrong, Bogus? But he was at one time, right? Are, are, are we still allowed to but say? But I mean, but, but like, Ronaldo was one. No, but, but Westbrook was never. Ronaldo's probably a top five player of all time. Is that right, Andrew? Many people would argue oh, much I, higher. I, I mean, I can't rank soccer players, but I would, my guess is Ronaldo is a better soccer player than Westbrook is a basketball player. I don't think, think it's close. Right. Ronaldo's like Kobe. He's top player of all time, but he's not as good as people think he is in that respect. All right, let's, get, let's continue with NBA trade rumors here. Woj is reporting that he feels a trade involving Utah's Donovan Mitchell is going to take some time because he feels the Jazz have expanded their trade talks with other organizations. Buy or sell that Donovan Mitchell will get traded this offseason. Bye. Bye. But I also think Danny Ainge is, is like is not is fearless. And if he has to keep Donovan Mitchell or pretend that he's going to to get the price that he wants, he will. I like I use the word feel twice there. It's almost as if Woj wasn't reporting that. He was using his his powers like eleven in Stranger Things. It just Feel, like reach out of the darkness of the info. Hey, you see what I did there? He's feeling it. <laughs> Feels like it. Focus. Have you seen Stranger Things? I can't remember. I forget. I, uh, I, I, I have. Although I'm not. I'm trying to think of where I'm not I caught am up. right now. I, yeah, don't I'm tell me. Almost at the end, but not I've, there all the way yet. I've not watched part two yet. I think I just got to part two. It's such a good. It's such a good show. You guys sound like Mike Leach. You said he Look, wasn't caught up on Stranger Things yet. He's well, not ready. Let me give you an iconic all-time movie quote that I know you're going to get, D-Cell. Uh, bogus buy or sell, D-Cell's going to get this movie quote. Sell. Sell. So, this is so easy. Calmer than you are. Sell. Waving the gun around? Calmer than you are. I have absolutely nothing. I got nothing either. The Big Lebowski? Calmer than you are? There are shirts. People wear shirts all over America say, Calmer than you are. Sorry. I'm not even sorry. No, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should know that because I love that movie, but I, I got nothing. I've wow. never seen the shirt. Nothing. Really? Yeah. My brother owns it. I see him sometimes. I'm not sure all over America, but I've seen him a few times. Calmer than you are. Waving the gun around. Calmer than you are. Calmer than you are, yeah, dude. I mean, I can do the whole, you know, there are rules. This is not nom. I mean, there's a lot of things we can do. <laughs> You're I'm like not, a I... child, Donnie, that wanders in from the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> D cell just but calmer than calmer than you. When does that even happen? It happens when he pulls the gun out on Donnie, and he's driving. He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Calmer than you are, dude." Waving the gun around. Calmer than you are. Calmer than you are. Wow. Wow. Well, how to watch not, it today? Not the fan you thought you were. Well, deselling you. See, like, it's not going to work if you're pulling, like, obscure... Like, it's not obscure! But it's also never going to work, to be fair. You could, you could pick the most famous line from any movie. It's not going to work. All right. How about this one? And you know what? I'm not... I, I'm, this one you'll get. 
Do you feel lucky, punk? Well, do you? I've heard it. I know it's a famous movie. I have no idea. I, mean, I know. I know the line. I've never seen the movie Dirty Harry, and I know. I know the line. Okay, it's okay. All right, let's finish up with some baseball here. Tuesday night's MLB All-Star Game was the lowest rated and least watched in its history with a 4.2 rating and 7.51 million viewers, a 10% decline from last season. Buy or sell that Major League Baseball can fix the All-Star Game. That's a depressing stat, isn't it, Bogish? Well, you know me. I'm going to spin it positive, so you pick your buy or sell. No, I want the positive spin. I want all the info. Okay, the positive spin is that both ESPN and Fox sold more, got more ad revenues from the Derby and the game than ever before. Okay. It is still the most watched All-Star game. It beats the Pro Bowl. It beats the NBA All-Star game. It destroys the NHL version. And it won the night on Tuesday. So, yes, you can. there are two competing headlines here. It's still arguably the number one all-star game of all four. It still did a really good number on a Tuesday night in the summer, but the the audience is declining like almost every other sports TV audience is declining across the board. You're going to tell me that a 4.2 rating is good for the all-star game when it's the only sporting event going on. It has no competition. But here's the thing. You have to put it up against everything else and, to, and what else gets 7.6 million viewers? On a given, on a weeknight. I understand that's that it's not easy to do. I understand that a sitcom on a Tuesday night is not going to get that, but we're talking about Major League Baseball. Okay. And you said the NBA was is in a better spot yesterday, and its All Star game has a lower rating. Yeah, but it doesn't need its All Star game to be successful. That's right. Part. Is the NBA All Star game a disaster like MLB? Yes. Is its regular season a disaster? No. Or its playoffs sometimes. Yeah, the playoffs were a disaster this year. All right, what's the question? I just want the info. Uh, can Major League Baseball fix the All-Star game? Bogus doesn't need to be fixed. Is the All-Star game, is that an unfair question? It is not an unfair question because everything needs to be fixed. I think the debate is how broken is it and how bad the number is yesterday. Um, is Robert Manfred still the commissioner? Uh, let's say yes. Then I will sell. Sell. I will sell. I have one for Bogus. Uh, Bogus, I have found... The top 100 movie quotes of all time. If every Friday we do 10 of these, buy or sell, that D-Cell can get 10% of them. Can he get 10 of 100 over the next two and a half months? I want to say, D-Cell, please, please hear me out. I'm going to say no. And it's not necessarily about you and what you've seen is... I'm bad at these games because I I would guess the wrong movie after hearing a lot of these quotes. Like, oh, I know what that's from, and then give you the wrong one. So you couple that with maybe what you haven't seen, and getting 10 might be difficult. No offense taken. This is one of the few times I will not be upset with you for doubting my ability. I have no chance at this. This one's going to be super easy. We're just going to test it. This is the most. I, I mean, every. This is the most famous movie line in movie history. It's the most famous movie line in the history of. You're cinema. already in my head. I'm not going to get it, even if I think I know it. I'm going to doubt myself. This is so easy, dude. I, this is so easy. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. You have this one. This one's so easy, dude. 
Fr- frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Again, I've heard the line multiple times. I don't know. I don't right, know the move. Jaws. It's not ET. <laughs> you do that count with you, the wind? Yes, of course oh, it's Thank cold. goodness. Look at Bogish. Okay, 0 for 1. All right, this one's super easy. I'm going to give you one that I know you can get. Toto. This is, dude, Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Wizard of Oz. Okay, look. One for two. Okay. One for two. Let me uh, offer this one. You're going to need a bigger boat. Again, I've heard it plenty dude, of times. You, dude, no. I've heard it plenty no. of times. I don't know. Dude, come on. If you don't know this. If I don't know this, what? We're not going to be friends? Like You won't speak to me anymore? Like We already know I don't know movie quotes. This is going to be a great stand-up, though. When you do the stand-up. By the way, David Marinek, one of our other bosses listening. I'm going to. So, David, we want we want Diesel to do stand-up in New York as part for the show. We're going to need a bigger boat. I knew this. I saw Jaws for the first time a year ago because I don't like sharks, and I already, I still knew that line. All right, it's, question, it's questionable whether you'll, you'll I, get 10 of them. I don't think I've seen Jaws all the way through. Okay, that took a bite out of my soul. Um, let's do this. Let's close out the show with some more, some more D-Cell pop culture talk after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from a very flabbergasted Andrew Bogish. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. It is Writer Than You with Diesel on CBS Sports Radio. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I was doing great. What happened? Not as great at the moment. What happened? Something go wrong? Well, okay? you, yeah, yeah. You want to talk it through? You have this... Um... This repeating joke that you like to play on me. Let's workshop it. Yeah. That you find hysterical. Right. That you, I can see on Skype, you, you, you know, full of belly laughs. Okay. Uh, I don't find it as funny. When Got we it. come back from commercial break, uh-huh. to let the audience know uh, when you, you know, are establishing this segment. Hey, Bill Ryder here, Ryder than you. Welcome back. I can't hear you. You are just mouthing the words, pretending like your microphone doesn't work, and it's not funny. 
I don't handle but, these stressful situations well. But the reason it's funny is because the microphone does work. That's the joke. Everything's fine. We're, we're... One of these times is actually not going to work, and I'm going to think you're joking. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, not going gonna... to be a joke. Um, it's um, the boy who cried wolf. Right. Right. That's kind of a scary story, though, because it involves a wolf. Can I tell you my most uh, recent interaction with a wolf? I was going to ask you if, if you, you'd ever had any interaction with a wolf. Yes, please. Your most recent. Yeah, most recent, as in just this past weekend. We took my son to the zoo for the first time, and they had a wolf at the zoo, which I was surprised by. I didn't know a wolf was a zoo animal. Was it a wolf, or were, th- were there wolves? Uh, it was one wolf, singular, and it was huge. Yeah, those things are, can be scary. Very vicious looking. I didn't know wolves were at the zoo. They're me- How long were you at the zoo for? We've, we've been through this before, the strategy. He did well. A little under two hours. That's a, that's a long time at the zoo. Yeah, it was. He, he enjoyed it. He loved it. He called the wolf a doggy. We call everything. Everything right now is pretty much a doggy. Um, but, yeah, it was fun. He enjoyed it. How many words does Will have so far? Um, five. I go with five. One of them being doggy. Are you one of those dads who are going to try really hard to get him to be a certain fan of a certain team? My brother, Cubs fan, his wife, Red Sox fan. So there's been all this competition with the kids, different competing jerseys. Oh, hey, buddy, it's the Cubs. And oh, hey, sweetie, it's the Red Sox. Will not bother me one bit, whoever he is a fan of. So if he became a Yankees fan. Yankees fan, a Reds fan, a Mariners fan, I'd, I'd be happy just to watch a baseball game with him. Does your wife bring any sports allegiances into the conversation? Oh, yeah, the exact opposite of me. And she cares? Yep. So she's a, she's a Yankees fan? She is. She's a Knicks fan? Um, Basketball's not a huge one, but she's a Giants fan. I'm a Giants Jets fan. fan. Okay. So uh, if if she, you know, tries to uh, to pressure my son, uh, it would be the opposite teams from me. Does she care enough to like care what, what who your son roots for? Oh yeah, he has he has Yankee clothes, he has Yankee hats. Oh, so he's going to be. You've already seeded all this. It's starting that way, yeah. But I decided I am not going to pressure him. Well, then he's just going to be a Yankees fan. It's trending that way. You're, it's trending that way. What's your plan for it to trend a different way? I mean, this isn't. I mean, once he actually can follow sports and knows what's going on, maybe I'll jump in a little more. But right now, I'm going to be hands off. Can you guys trade? Can you have a draft where if she got the first pick in the draft for your kid, what team is she giving him? Oh, the Yankees for sure. So then you're going what? What Jets? Yeah, yeah. Because I think okay. I'll, I'll get Miami. You know, college football. That there won't be any fight there. What if, all right, so you get the first pick for your kid, but then the next person gets the next two picks. Which one do you want? Do you want the first pick? Yeah, yeah. Could, would your wife, would you even be willing to ask your wife if she'd be willing to have a draft and a draft lottery on the show? And I'll pick, I'll pick the draft lottery. And I mean, you, it's summertime, too. I mean, she could come in studio for this. Would she be interested? Uh, probably not, but I could run it by her. Let's, I mean, I don't want to interfere in your marriage other than the fact that I think it's funny. So I guess I kind of do. Maybe just run by her. Because I didn't have this problem. Lori doesn't care. I once convinced my wife that the Super Bowl was played on an island 
uh, one that doesn't exist, called Less Orleans. So now whenever we're out, and I'm teasing her, I'll just bring up Less Orleans, and she may or may not curse at me. Did she question you on that at all? Oh, yeah, but she's like, is this one of those? I'm like, no, like it's, I'm like, you don't know what Less Orleans, like off the coast of New Orleans, because it's, it's different laws. It's not the United States. Like the drinking laws are different, and they built the big stadium. You know, they, I don't know what I, they built, you know, whatever, Pyramid Stadium, the biggest stadium on earth. She's like, she doesn't, she, Lori doesn't follow any sports other than Barcelona football now. She's into that. Yeah. It wasn't. It didn't go over great. It went over less well when years later, like now, I brought it up on the radio. But she's currently at Minions with my kids, so I know I can talk about it. I know she's not listening. Anyway, have your wife decide if she wants to do it. You know, I'll do a draft lottery. You guys can pick which teams your kid will root for. I'll just settle all the marital discord on the show. That's what we do. We're about peace here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. See you back here tomorrow on this peaceful CBS Sports Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.